to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Well, happy day, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well today. Super excited to be with you guys. Lots going on in the world, lots going on in ministry, and I'm super happy to be with you guys. It is that season of graduation, and so I bring to you today some thoughts and ideas on graduation. Before I get into that, though, if you are a brand new listener to the podcast, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for checking me out, and I hope I do not fail you. I hope I do not let you down in any way. Uh, If I do, uh, be sure to let me know, uh, and I will try to do better. But if you think, hey, this is not so bad. This is not as ter- this is not as terrible as I thought it would be. Uh, then please go over to iTunes and please leave a review and some stars and let me know what you think because I enjoy doing this for youth workers. For you, the youth worker, I enjoy doing this. Uh, because I just enjoy passing on some information. Uh, I've been working with students now for close to 30 years. And, uh, and so I enjoy uh, breaking down information where I can, and hopefully it's a benefit to you and I don't come off as a pretentious uh, uh, know-it-all or something like that. That's certainly not my goal in doing this. My goal is simply to pass along what I know, and hopefully it is a benefit to you. So, um, But yeah, go over there and leave some uh, reviews if you would like to do that. I would like you to do that. So, All right, so... Jumping into today, uh, there's a lot going on in my world as far as I got a missions trip coming up like many of you guys maybe. I got camp coming up. I got summers about to just just go crazy. Uh, I'm excited about it, but it's always, you know, that hectic, hecticness where you're trying to just wrap everything up. You got Mother's Day. You got graduation Sunday. You got 10 other things going on. And um, and so I just want to, you know, break this down here because it's graduation season. And I think it's just so important that we just kind of you know, take a moment to, to, because this, you know, and if you're listening to this now, uh, it's good because maybe it's something you will uh, use maybe for next year, right? Some, some semblance of this will help you do some planning or goal setting or something like that, that will help you get ready for your graduates, um, you know, for next year. But I think the question becomes, do you think your graduates, the, the kids that you're graduating out of your ministry right now, are they ready spiritually for the world <laughs> are they are they ready and i and i'll be honest with you i don't i'm not sure if mine are uh i i try right we we hope that they are ready and that's kind of the goal uh we've done our best as youth workers to use every opportunity to use every everything we've had some of your students maybe you've had with you for four years or six years if they started in middle school I have several different kinds along the way, some, some that are new that are new to the youth ministry, and some that I've had since they were in probably seventh or eighth grade. And uh, it's always kind of a sad time, but I'm always reflective upon it because I'm always asking myself, did I do a good job? And I think that's the same thing what parents do, right? It's, it's the same thing. And the concepts that I want to share with you guys, that I want to share with you seven concepts I want my graduates to grasp. Because at the beginning, now, I just hit my 700th uh, blog post. And I wrote, uh, I look back and I look back at my very first blog post that I ever wrote in 2010. And, uh, it's about graduates. And I think at that point, seven years ago, I was trying to figure out 
what I wanted by the end, right? We always start with the end in mind. We work our way into that. And we say, what kind of graduates do we want to have? And, and the article was meant to encourage some kind of spiritual, was not, in, it was not, you know, encouraging some kind of like spiritual purity test for graduates or anything like that. It was more about were we as youth workers, you know, doing our job, right? Were we, were we um, effective in passing along the faith, but also providing the experiences to uh, cause that faith to stick, uh, to be stickier in some way, shape, or form? Because I know, you know, if you're like me, you get somewhat disappointed or you look at these kids' lives and you say, man, did I not do a good job with this? Did I not, you know, where did I miss the, the train on this deal? And you just wonder, you know, about your own effectiveness. And so really in creating that and the questions uh, there was kind of trying to create a, a, uh, a standard for ourselves, right? For me, at least, I, and my goal in, in trying to set that up was really about setting goals and saying, what do I want my kids to know? about such and such, right? And it started out very, and it's very granular. It's very uh, crunchy in the sense, like, it started out with, like, you know, do they know, you know, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the basic concepts of the faith or, or you know, or do they know, you know, uh, things that are, you know, that we put value on maybe as youth workers, but maybe it's not um, real life effective because a lot of these kids, you know, there are these the things that we teach are important, uh, but no matter you know what the questions we ask, right, or that we want our students to know, our students um, may not, uh, or more than likely will not, be able to answer all the questions. Will not be able to. I mean, do you know what it means to? Do you know what it means to be saved? Do you know what it means to? Do you know what baptism is? Do you know? You know, and these are all things that we want them to know, right? But due to the fact that they do not find the material relevant, quite honestly, uh, at least they don't find it relevant to them now, or they've just forgotten, right? Their mindset is, listen, is it on the test? Is this something that is going to bring value to me when I go uh, for my job? Is this going to be on the, is this going to be a question I'm going to be asked for my resume? And uh, if it's not on the test, basically they need to clear up space, you know, for, well, basically anything else, right? I mean, they got to have like, you know, video game, you know, ideas going on. They got to have room for what they're doing in their dating life. They got to have room for this. And the the meaning of baptism and some of these, you know, facts uh, that we give them that they we want them to know, but not only that, but we want them to have experienced um, may not be making the cut. Uh, and for now, right? Raise up a child when they are young, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. So God may bring this back to their remembrance. So I said, well, what can I do then to broaden what I want them to understand about the faith? What do I want them to really grasp onto? And, I, and rather than deal with particular facts, uh, particular facts, I want them to deal with bigger concepts, things that will help them uh, help them think broadly and then narrow themselves down later on. But the big questions are this. So, so here's what I've narrowed it down to. Let me give you the seven here. And by the way, if you're not signed up for the Fresh Impact newsletter, I send out the notes on these things. And so I usually try to provide in those notes 
the seven concepts, right? The seven concepts that I'm giving you, but also some little worksheet things that you can kind of work through for yourself. So if that's of interest to you, uh, be sure to sign up for that at thedisciplesproject.net. You can go there under resources, click on that. In fact, on the front page uh, is the sign up for the uh, the newsletter. And right now, I'm giving away my seven uh, secrets of a successful youth ministry. So if you sign up for the uh, if you sign up for the newsletter, you're going to get the notes from the podcast. And you're also going to get the Seven Secrets uh, ebook that I did, which also comes with a little bit of worksheets and things like that. So just a little note, little note there. Um, so here's the seven concepts. Number one is, do you understand that God loves you no matter what? No matter what. And each of these concepts, by the way, causes me to ask myself questions. In other words, that, that teaching it is one thing. Did I teach the scriptures? Or did I live the scriptures, right? And so this causes me to ask questions, right? Do you understand that God loves you no matter what? Yes, from the Bible sense, but did you get that from me? Did that, and once again, I also want to put this out here. These children have parents, some of which are living the gospel. Some of them know the gospel. Some do not. Some are are just doing what they want to do. And, um, you know, uh, many times, like teachers, like coaches, you know, we act as to some degree, surrogate parents in some ways. There are certain things we can do as a youth ministry or as a youth pastor that maybe are not with, uh, a, 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 you know, that a parent or a some other, you know, thing can't do. Um, but in all of these concepts, I ask myself these questions. Like, example, you know, do you understand that God loves you? Well, that asked me, that I beg, you know, to ask myself the questions. Well, did I love you no matter what? Did I love you when you snuck out of the cabin to launch all the canoes into the water? Uh, did I show grace and mercy when you blew it big time, right? Did I, did I cast you away? Did I affirm God's long-suffering and patience with you, right? Did I forgive and ask for forgiveness? Did you, did you watch me do those things, right? Uh, and so did I love you? That's the question. If you understand, the understanding comes in the modeling, right? Did we model it for them? If they can see us doing it, then they have a better idea of, yes, this Jesus, this, this God who loves me, he loves me no matter what, because my parents love me no matter what, my coaches love me no matter what, my youth pastor love me no matter what. And so they understand it in the doing, not necessarily in just the conceptual. The second concept I want them to understand is this. Do you understand that the Bible is where you find truth? Right? Do, do you understand that the, the, the Bible is is the source where we get our truth from about who God is, about who we are, about our destiny, about, about how we live our lives on a day-to-day basis, how we get information about the eternal, right? And so I asked myself, you know, did I show you that I loved God's word? Did I show you? And, and this applies, by the way, if you're a parent, a parent of a teenager or a parent of a, of a student, uh, this applies to us as well, because we're passing along the faith, not just to students, we're passing the faith along to our own kids. So these questions we ask, we can ask of ourselves as parents and say, did I show you that I love God's Word? Did I show you that it was it was my go-to book for wisdom? Did I treat the Scriptures with care when I spoke? Uh, was Scripture integrated and foundational to the counsel I gave you? Um, did you see me read the Bible when I wasn't preaching? Was scripture part of my conversation with you and my backdrop for why I understood what I understood and how I passed along things to you? 
And that's an important question uh, that we as youth workers and we as parents have to ask. Did we model these things? If these are the things we want kids to graduate with, then it's along the way we have to ask ourselves, not did we teach it well, but rather did we live it well? The third one concept I want them to, my graduates to understand, and my own children, by the way, uh, do you understand that church is about community and connection? That this place that has that you've been at for however long you've been here. Uh, do you understand what this really is? Do you think it's just a religious institution that you occasionally go back to on Christmas and Easter? Uh, is that the model that you think that that's what you do? You come to church when you need God? You know, then I have to ask myself as a youth worker, did I badmouth our church to score points? Or did I, did I do my best to explain that we're not a perfect group of people, right? We're, we're all on this journey together. Did I go that route? Uh, did I participate in service rather than, was I as a youth worker participating in service rather than spectating? Uh, was I engaged or was I aloof? Uh, did I integrate you with the adult congregation enough so that, you know, some of this ancient wisdom rubbed off on you? Did I, did I do a good job of, of showing you what the church ought to be, even if it is not what it is right now, but really what it ought to be? Uh, the fourth concept I want them to under, uh, understand is this. Do you understand that prayer is a conversation? I want them to understand that it's not necessarily what you're praying, but did you understand the prayer that prayer in and of itself is a conversation between you and God, the one who loves you? That is a, it is a conversation of talking and listening. And the question is, did I demonstrate that? Did I demonstrate in my own prayer time, my prayer life, you know, did I demonstrate to you that you ought to listen more than you talk, right? Uh, did I show you how to pray for the for and through hard things? Did I pray with you rather than just pray for you? Uh, did I show prayer as a joy or a drudgery? Uh, was prayer just something that I did before we ate pizza or before we went on the mission trip? Uh, did I show that our Heavenly Father desires to hear from us and to fellowship with us. Did I show that in my prayer life? Big concept, but I want them to understand that prayer is important. They can get all the particulars. They can get all the, the, the Lord's Prayer and all the scriptures and all those are going to become later. But the, the, the big understanding is the big, the big thought, the big picture, that prayer is a conversation and that God wants to hear from us. The fifth concept I want them to understand is, do you understand the difference between believing in God and following Jesus? And that's always kind of been a big one of mine personally because we live in a country that equates believing in God as the same thing as following Jesus. And that is, uh, to my understanding, as far as Scripture goes, it's quite not the case, you know? And in my role, I have to say, listen, did I show you what a disciple looks like? Did I show you that that when I got it wrong, I didn't quit, or, but I pushed on? Did I... Did you see that you can mess up and continue to follow Jesus? Did I show you what sacrifice looked like? Did I live like God was real and Jesus was my only hope and not just a, a kind of a nice idea? Did I show you that there was more to the Christian life than coming to youth group, church, reading your Bible, and giving in the offering? You know, did I show you that following Jesus is hard and, and not just pie in the sky, uh, uh, you know, thoughts? That's, that's what I want to pass on. That's what I'm hoping I'm passing on to my own children and to my graduates. The sixth concept I want my students to understand is, did I, did you, do you understand 
that you are called to influence others for good. That everything you, that everything that God has made you to be was put there so that you can make an impact upon the lives of other people, your family, your friends, everybody. You're, you're there not just to win souls, right? Not just to uh, 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 you know mark check boxes of who you got to church and and who you uh, preach to or who you witness to. But rather, you're called to make a lifelong influence upon the people you're around every day. Did I tell you over and over again uh, that God can use your talents, gifts, and abilities to make an impact on the world around? Did I show you how to, you know, how to influence, uh, you know, to glorify God rather than yourself? Did I, did I give you every opportunity within the ministry to use your gifts and talents, or did I hog all the glory? Did I do everything myself? Did I create space for you to rap or to draw or to paint or to create, you know, using your gifts and to glorify God and to, and to, and to do it for the Lord? That's, you know, I want the kids to understand that they're called to be an influence and not just to live and make money and get a job and get married and have babies. Yeah, that's all part of it. But to live a life that is significant is we have to understand that we're called to be influencers in our world. And the seventh and final concept that I want my students and my own personal children to understand is do you understand how, come, how to come back to God if you should wander away? If you, if, do you know how to get, do you know, do you, can you find the breadcrumbs to get back to God? Or have you, uh, once you think you blow it, have you just abandoned life and said, that's it, I'm just too, I'm too terrible and I, I'm not very good and I'm going to quit this whole God thing. And that causes me to ask the questions, you know, was I grace-filled? Did I make it easy or hard for kids to come back from the brink? Did I reveal a pattern of how God gladly receives us when we are repentant and contrite? Did I show you that humility goes a long way and that pride is a killer, you know? How does, you know, that's the thing. That's, I want you to know that listen, if you should wander away from the Lord in any way, shape, or fashion, did I show you a model of my own life of how to get back? That's a big concept. That's a big thing. They can get granular. They can get down and dirty. They can get dig deep, and hopefully they will. But the big concept is, do you know how to get back to God should you wander away? Because many students we know that graduate have a time or a period where they are out exploring or doing other things or feel distant from God. So... Wrapping this up, how does a student then understand the big concepts, right? Was it because of my great talks or epic game nights, right? Probably not. Probably not. Their understanding, the student's understanding of big concepts came through the examples of the people around them. First and foremost, their parents, other people of influencers, family. We're somewhere on the list, probably fifth or sixth. But we have to, we're not the only example and should never think that we're the center of the example, but we are the people they see for four hours a week in some sort of context of church and that we, we have that opportunity to live out these concepts so that they can have a, a bigger idea of what we're looking at as well as knowing some of the facts, as well as knowing some of the, what is baptism? What does it mean to be saved? Yes, all those things. But they also need to know that the God who loves them uh, is lived out in the people around them because that's how they're going to know. That's how they're going to see it. 
You know, graduation is not just about the things they know or they learned, but it's about the things that they've been shown and the things they've experienced, right? The examples that they've been given. What did they see and remember versus what did they read or hear and forgot? You know, and I think this is why Jesus, you know, not only taught in parables, but he himself was a living parable. He lived out all these concepts in front of his, in front of his, uh, his disciples, you know, the disciples really only got it, right? Air quotes, they really got it when they saw it, when they were a part of it, and when they experienced it. And the bottom line is that my graduates and probably your graduates are not going to recall any of our messages or lessons, maybe one, right, out of all the, the 50, 100, whatever we've done. But they will remember my example, and they will remember your example and the living out of the big concepts of the gospel. So that is it for today, guys. Uh, I hope that uh, these concepts uh, are good for you. I hope they have encouraged you, challenged you, and that uh, you'll take some time to uh, sign up for the Fresh Impact Newsletter, get the notes, do a little uh, answering of questions, maybe some of the questions I ask myself. Maybe they'll be beneficial to you. And uh, I thank you guys for joining me today. I appreciate you guys being here. Don't forget to go by iTunes, leave some uh, ratings, some reviews. Would love for you to do that. And uh, until next time, guys, have a great day, everybody, and have a great and fantastic graduation season. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.